Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Time is my friend, my friend. The more I reject it, the more that it kicks in. Just enough to keep me on my toes I say, come on, time I've beat you before Come on, time What have you got for me this time? I'll take your words of wisdom And I'll try to make them right It's just me and you again Come on, time. I, you're not fooling me. You're something I can't kill. You're flying like a mighty wind. You're never standing still. Time, as you pass me by, why did you leave these lines on my face? Come on time, come on time, it looks like you're winning the race. Time, you're not fooling me, you're something I can't kill. you pass me by Why did you leave these lines on my face You sure have put me in my place Come on time Come on time Looks like you were winning the race Come on time Come on time Looks like you're winning the race. That is 86-year-old Willie Nelson with his song, Come On Time. And from Nashville, Tennessee, I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our fantastic co-host and my partner, Miss Bobby Jean Bell. <laughs> Good morning, Bobby. Hey. Good morning. Good morning from Albuquerque. <laughs> I bet it's sunny out there today. You know, um, Jim and I have started uh, to take a walk every morning, and um, that's kind of new for us, but something we really need to do. And uh, it's about 59 degrees, uh, beautiful, a sunny day, and we are starting to see blooms coming out on the the um, fruit trees and just even since yesterday. So, yep, spring spring is on its way here. A little different than with our guest today, Ryan Fritz. 
I think so, and we'll find out more about Ryan's weather when we talk to him. But uh, uh, I was watching, uh, there's a new TV channel called Circle TV, and it's uh, it's a joint venture with uh, uh, Ryman Entertainment Group, which is uh, the Grand Ole Opry and Opryland Hotel and some other properties. And the other night they had uh, broadcast for two hours Willie Nelson's 60th birthday party. And uh, it was a blast. I mean, his guests included Ray Charles, Bob Dylan, your favorite guy in Nashville, which is Marty Stewart, I guess. And uh, just just a fantastic (laughs) show. Fantastic show. But if you're out there in the country anywhere, I think about half of the country can pick up Circle TV and you can check online and see where that's shown. But they've got some great programming on there. And uh, I'd encourage you to do that. I want to make an announcement. We've had several people that have reached out to me on social media. And uh, due to the coronavirus, a lot of events have been canceled across the country. You know, the NBA has completely closed their season. And the yeah, uh, yeah and, and the college basketball championships, you know, March Madness that comes around. Uh, yep. They're going to play, but without an audience. And so the uh, SEC championships have taken place in Nashville. So they they got to go in last night, but that's the last time. They've just completely completely ruled the audiences out for that. So I've had several people that have reached out. Uh, Road to the Horse in Lexington, Kentucky is supposed to take place next weekend at the Kentucky Horse Park. In its 16th year, uh, it has been canceled. So that's Road to the Horse in Lexington, Kentucky has been canceled. They'll make announcements about uh, rescheduling that later on. But Rendezvous 2020, our event that takes place in June, I've had several people that have reached out and asked if we were canceling that, and the answer is no, because June is over four months away, and we're going to see how this thing plays out for the next several months and then make an announcement about that later on. But it looks like uh, we're still we're still go for that, so... Keep making your reservations, and we got people coming in from Wyoming and New Mexico and Arizona and and uh, New York, all headed to Tennessee to take part in Equestrian Legacies Rendezvous 2020. So it's going to be a going to be a blast. Going to be a blast, and the coronavirus will be all gone by then, Bobby. We won't have to worry about it. <laughs> no, we won't have to worry about it. Yeah. Well, we've got yeah. a. Fantastic show today, and we are so looking forward to our first guest, and uh, Ryan Fritz is joining us from Canada for the Campfire Cafe, as you had just mentioned, and then in the second hour of the show, our good buddy, Mr. Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister, will be joining us on Saddle Up America, and he's got some trail tips and tall tales that every trail rider will appreciate and enjoy. So hang with us. We're going to be coming back in just a moment and talking with Ryan Fritz on the Campfire Cafe. But let's take a listen to his great song, Cowboy, Cowboy, and we'll be back in just a moment. Mm -hmm. 
Ryan Fritz began songwriting back when he left home to cowboy on Canada's Gang Ranch in the Caribou region of British Columbia. Playing guitar and writing songs every night, it's something he's done since he left home at 17 to live in a remote cow camp. He writes ranching-type songs with a working cowboy's flavor, keeping in mind the listener, like me, who never gets to live this lifestyle. Inspired by the trails he rides and living the cowboy way of life, Ryan's riveting voice will capture you and invite you to ride with him down the trail of the modern-day cowboy and days of the Old West. An award-winning songwriter, Ryan was honored with the prestigious Wrangler, presented by the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum in Oklahoma City, for Best Original Western Composition for the song Keeper of the West. And he received the Song of the Year Award from the Pro Cowboy Country Artist Association for Give a Boy a Rope. Today's visit with Ryan is long overdue, and he's got lots of news and music to share. 
Please welcome to Campfire Cafe a man who can handle the pen and the guitar as well as the rope, Ryan Fritz. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, Gary. And and hi to all my friends and fans that are listening from Alberta down to Texas and all over. All right. Good morning, <laughs> sir. Well, sounds like you guys have a little more spring than we do up here in Alberta. Tell us about your weather. Uh, you posted a photograph this morning that just looked downright cold. Well, in this part of Alberta, we're not far from the Rocky Mountains, and uh, it's famous for its Chinook weather. It's that warm wind that comes from the Pacific and drops across the rocks, and and uh, we get fresh air coming at about 45 to 60 mile an hour. And uh, you can wake up to uh, the snow mountain, or you might wake up to a, a fresh foot of it, but it's sort of been that way all winter this year, just off and on. And right now we're back to winter. And uh, an old neighbor of mine back in Saskatchewan, when it was getting close to springtime, he'd say, "Yeah, spring's coming. The beer bottles in the ditches are about three inches high now." It was a snowdrop. Gosh. Well, what have you been up to, my friend? Well, this winter, feeding cows and uh, playing around different places. Writing some music. Uh, Haas and I were down to Elko there in January and uh, played uh, down in Montana on our way there. And yeah, and just here in Longview last week. So, well, are you, doing rolling. Some, are you doing some concerts up there? Yeah, we do some house concerts and uh, we played the, the, the good old Longview Saloon there last Saturday. And uh, Next week, it's providing we don't get canceled, we go to Kamloops, B.C., and they have the big cowboy festival there. And, uh, you know, it's just sort of touch and go at this point, whether I haven't heard yeah. any cancellation yet. But uh, we were looking forward to that. We have three performances there with Ian Tyson and a bunch of other friends are going to be there. And, uh, so looking forward to that if it is a go. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got a you've got a brand new song that's out that was written about Ian, haven't you? Yes, sir. I do. Yeah, we just uh, just released that in January, and uh, so slowly making the rounds. So, tell us about the song. How did this come about? Well, I guess two years ago we moved back to Alberta here, uh, where I'm from, and. The only place I could find to live, we, we got an acreage just outside of Longview, and it, it turned out being pretty neighborly to Ian Tyson. And uh, so at the, we had met different times, uh, you know, places we were both playing. And, and you know, growing up here in Alberta, I, you know, that's that was my idol. I grew up listening to him. I think my dad introduced me to him probably when I was – 10 years old I can remember him singing an Ian Tyson song to me and, and wow. uh, you know I just started following him from there wherever I could even when I wasn't old enough I'd be sneaking into some of the saloons through the back door just to hear him and uh, <laughs> that was the, the stuff I was learning to play but anyway yeah. so back to we moved back to Alberta here and uh, you know we got visiting and uh I don't know. He just uh, sort of tolerated my company, and we got to be, you know, <laughs> friends as we, were. and 
I talked him into, I had a song I was working on and I wanted to know if he would help me with it and just see what we could do. And, and he told me, yeah, come on over. And so I'd gone over to his place and early in the morning and when I pulled in the yard there, he was on his deck and he's having a coffee there this last summer. And, and uh, he'd been up for hours. He told me the magpies and ravens were keeping him up. Woke him up early. <laughs> I said, gee, Ian, I think that's because you keep writing songs about him. And I, I had to laugh. And uh, <laughs> Anyway, so we had uh, headed off from his uh, yard there. And we're going to go to the stone house and work on this song. And we'd, uh, I guess we'd gone into Longview and grabbed a coffee. And we're heading back. And when we were pulling back into his yard, his couple of his horses there the one horse was right down at the end of his driveway and just kind of at the edge of the fence looking west and it was kind of rare because they usually don't stray down to that part of the pasture Ian stopped and just was reflecting and he said you know that old pony wants to see his old range one more time and uh it just sort wow. of resonated with me and uh we went to the stone house there to work on this other song but the whole time my mind was was going through this this song I was hearing in my head, this new one, and he had showed me different places on the ranch where he wrote this song and that song, and it was it was a really special day. And anyways, I went home and and kind of started putting this this song together, one more circle, and and uh, incorporating some of the song titles that you know he talked about and into this. Well, it is a special song, and that had to be a special experience to be able to get together with him and write and uh, and have coffee with him. So let's take a listen to One More Circle, and we'll be back in just a moment to talk with Ryan Fritz today on the Campfire Cafe. Some coyote is gonna 
Take them further on, a little further on. Land of shining mountains, big Alberta sky. Set the nose of the prairie, my own heart's delight. Well, I'll look for you, my old friend. If I'm ever back this way again. On one more circle, through my own If I die out on these high lonesome plains Or leave my bones bleaching Let them shine in the sun And if I'm lucky, some coyote's gonna Take them further on, a little further on Like maybe the Longview or down to Elko, roll on the wire. process for this song it had to be a, a, a so much fun sure. oh this was a blast and uh, i recorded this single as well with uh, my friend ben crane he's got a, a great studio up at eckville alberta and i did runaway remuda album there as well and uh, so anyways i'd gone up there and and i did the guitar track and vocal and one thing as soon as i wrote this song i kind of knew you know this song's not just for about me and Ian or my relationship. It's everyone. He's got so many fans and, and uh, mm-hmm. all over, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the cowboy world and, and even before that and his folk years. And, and so I wanted to involve as many of his friends as I could. And so I just just started approaching these guys and uh, everyone was quite willing to do it. And so, you know, when you get to the line someday soon, I wanted to, Susie Bogus to do that. And, I had an opportunity, me and Haas got to open a show for her. We were playing down in Utah a couple of years ago. Yeah. And so I got to connect with her that way. And uh, so I got a hold of her, and she was she was great. And we were glad she did that. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Cord Lund is uh, just a 
quick line there as well. Uh, uh, Colton uh, Wall, he's uh, down there in Nashville area. So, and he's uh, recorded a song or two of Ian's. I know he's a big fan, and I wanted to get him and uh, just involved people that I could. Uh, Stuart McDougal, he played piano for Ian a lot of years, and he's mm-hmm. doing the keys on this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's just everyone mm-hmm. involved really had a connection with it. You know, even Haas, he got to play bass uh, with Ian yeah. last year for a couple of shows, so that was really cool to have him. Oh, that's really great. Fun. Well, you know, you made a comment early on about um, all of his fans, and it occurs to me that, you know, there are there are fans of Ian Tyson's not yet born, that his songwriting and recording legacy will, you know, he'll be one of the greats that um, that, that, that singers and songwriters down the road, you know, and fans will yeah, sure. admire, so, you know, will be influenced by, you know, like you are, and how delightful that you've you've been able to spend so much time with him on stage and off. How you know what a what a rich experience for you. And you know, it's a lot of the lyric content or they're his songs, you know, titles or, or references to, and I I think it's going to help people to oh yeah, I remember that tune or or those that yeah. haven't heard of it maybe to seek out and and just keep that that music going. So. And the other neat thing, you know, with technology, when we're recording, we do a part at a time. And I was able to go over to Ian's and say, you know, I should play this for him, you know, during the process and just kind of. So it was a lot of fun having him involved doing it, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations. Is this, um, now this is a single currently. Is is there going to be a new album? Is this any kind of a teaser for another new Ryan Fritz album? I've got one kind of that's working in the back of my mind here, and uh, got the, I've got some songs picked out for one, and I'm not sure if I'll include this or just keep it as a single, um, just depending on sort of the flavor of this next album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking, thinking as I listen to the song that uh, maybe Ryan Fritz needs to do a tribute album to Ian Tyson. That that could happen down the road. You know, every show that we do, we always include, you know, Ian songs because, you know, my fans are Ian fans too. So it's uh, it's hard not to play his songs. That's the stuff I grew up listening to and singing to in the truck. All those, those guys when we worked on the ranches, that was, was his cassette tapes in the truck. And we sang on them long, bumpy roads from the ranch to town. That's what we sang. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard for me to imagine that you're old enough to have listened to cassette tapes. <laughs> I know. I still do. <laughs> uh, I've still got my eight track tapes, you know. Well, so I don't have those, but. Well, I think the CDs are coming the modern eight track. Yeah. 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 All my friends right. on what keen are on cassette. There's still things that I only have on cassette. <laughs> Yeah. Oh gosh. What was it? We had R.W. Hampton on a few months ago, and I kind of did a show that was the best of R.W. Hampton. Yeah. Uh, although I changed it, and I said some of my favorites of R.W. Hampton, and uh, and I think it was you, Bobby, that brought up that you had seen one of R.W.'s cassettes on on Amazon or someplace for like thirty yes. bucks or yes. something. You know? Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and he yeah. was even surprised. He's like, I should get that. I don't think I even have that one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh gosh. Well, there's another great song I want to get to, and uh, and I think Bobby had mentioned this one a while ago. It's called "Give the Boy a Rope." So let's take a listen to that and come back and talk more with Ryan in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe. <laughs> Give a boy a rope and you hope that he'll want to use it. But give him your time and you'll find he won't refuse it. Show him what you know and how to throw. Then encourage, let him have fun. Maybe rope his mom, give a boy a rope. Give a boy a horse And of course He'll want to ride it And you'll be so glad You're his dad You can't hide it Tell him to sit tall And clean his stall And take him with you A little every day Goes a long way Give a boy a horse Give him all the rope And he's gonna use it And get tangled up And then he's bound to lose it But he's gonna learn If he can burn Or catch a good dream So build another loop have another go, give a boy a rope. Give a boy a job, not a lot, but one with purpose. Help him where you can to understand. Don't be nervous Teach him to be tough And how to love A job worth doing He's gonna have to trust Maybe even cuss Give a boy a job But give a boy a rope And he's Gonna use it And get tangled up And then he to lose it But he's gonna learn It can burn Or catch a girl's eye Build another loop Have another go Give a boy a rope Build another loop Have another go Give a boy a Give him a rope. Mm-hmm. 
Give the boy a rope. That is Mr. Ryan Fritz, and we're talking with Ryan today on the Campfire Cafe. And uh, as I'm listening to that song, I'm just thinking about the fact that being a rancher, that's kind of a family affair, isn't it? Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Me, for sure. You know, we had a ranch in Saskatchewan, and my kids were my crew, you know, and uh, they started at an early age. And, uh, you know, we ran a lot of cattle to kind of keep things going. And But, you know, we still tried to have fun while we were doing it. And, and that song there, I had, I think, the idea for it. Someone had asked me once we were at a ranch rodeo or a brand in like man you know your kids are out there with you and they got big smiles on they look like they're still enjoying it and they've been you know working just as hard as anyone and and uh so i just got thinking about the basics of you know trying to bring that along and that's how that song came well i love the song i love the song and uh and not only have you guys ranched together but music is kind of a family affair isn't it it is, yeah. We'd uh, be out outside all day and then come in. And even my other son, son Lane, he plays too. Uh, not publicly, but he likes to play. And we'd come in the house and and jam it out. So our house was always full of music. Well, that's pretty special. That is pretty special. And uh, and I just noticed that Hoss is liking some of the things that Bobby is posting right now. So I think he's probably probably listening <laughs> oh, <cool>. and watching. <laughs> yeah. So, so give Hoss a shout out. That'd be all right. That'd be all right. <laughs> Will do. Welcome, Hoss. Good to work, Hoss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. But I I went back and listened this morning to the uh, show that you were on uh, a few years ago. And I don't know if you remember this, but just before you had come on the show, you had, you had pulled a calf. And uh <laughs> and you, and you, yeah, and you told us you told us that you had at least washed one hand before you came <laughs> on the air with us. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sure uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but but ranching has always been an important part of your life, and and important for your family, and uh, and the music is as well. I think your wife kind of kind of checks out these songs too, doesn't she? Before you before you uh, record them, and, and before you play out. Oh man, in yeah. Public. She gets. She definitely. Uh you know, sort of the tester for these songs, whether she likes them or not. And uh, probably by the time they're they're finished and ready for someone to to be recorded, she's probably heard them more than she wants to. But uh, <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely works good for me. Sure. Oh uh, gosh. Yeah. Well, it's good to have feedback from somebody you can trust, and I think that's pretty cool. Definitely. Yeah. I think that is pretty cool. Well, another song that we want to get to is from another album, and this one is called Wild Rose Sunset. How did you come to write this song? Let's see. Well, never kiss and tell is the rule, I think. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) this one, I guess just, uh, I just got thinking about a cowboy that maybe missed out his chance on, uh, on love and, uh, you know, but but never lost that love. You know, it stayed with him, and he stayed with his lifestyle. But uh, 
if true love was still with them. And uh, yeah, just it was just one of those sort of movies that unraveled in my head, and maybe little bits and pieces might have come from part of my own life too. Yeah, so so don't kiss and tell. This is called Wild Rose Sunset. It's by Ryan Fritz. We'll be back in just a moment. Wild Rose is what I called her. A sweetheart from the chest of my treasured youth. Her daddy owned a big ranch in the Porcupine Hills. And if he hadn't run me off, I might just be with her still. When the sunset's painted in a wild foothill sky I see her silhouette riding by Rain my horses, I hold my breath And I watch that wild rose Way out on the prairie Remote as hell there's a run-down water hole that knows me well My spade'll have had my fill Then I head her west Hoping to catch another glimpse of a love I can't lay to rest When the sunset's painted in a wild foothill sky, I see her silhouette riding by. Rain my horse in, I hold my breath, and I watch that wild rose sun. Ryan Fritz from his newest uh, release, Keeper of the West. Ryan, we always love to talk a little bit about songwriting process. We know that our listeners, many of them are uh, budding songwriters or songwriters looking to um, be inspired. Um, can you share a little bit about 
what all goes on with your process? Maybe, you know, once you get an idea what you do with it and um, mm-hmm. in any gui- words of wisdom to songwriters out there. Not sure how much wisdom there'll be, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the voice of experience. I, yeah, I'll just go from experience. I I play every morning. Like when I get up, you know, five thirty, six o'clock. I'm sitting with my coffee and my guitar, and I might warm up with, you know, some old favorite or a new song of someone's that I'm maybe wanting to learn. And uh, my one favorite old guitar, it's just full of songs and. And you might go to be playing, you know, some song that I know or one of mine I'm going to practice. And, you know, maybe you strike a different note and it just rings a little different. And sometimes just the sound of that note will just give me an idea and I'll just just play around a little bit and fish around and I'll get another tune out of it. And I'll just keep playing. And uh, so probably for close to an hour in the morning I play. And uh, I'll try to come up with something. And... Uh, I, it's not my intent to write every morning, but it's to, to play every morning for sure. And out of that playing, lots of mornings I come up with an idea. So I'll get something going. And uh, then, of course, I got to go out and do chores or whatever, get to the ranch and look after cattle. And I might just, if that idea was, uh, if it keeps gnawing on me, something I think that I can't leave alone, then I pursue it and I might hit it again at lunchtime. And then I'm also a late at night guy. I like to play when everyone's in bed and I'll just have a, just a low, a light on low and just let whatever's going to creep in on me come and uh, see what transpires from there. Do you, um, no, no you wonder your wife that, gets tired of listening to all these songs. <laughs> Oh, it's never ended. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Bobby. When, when, the one good thing well, too with you... uh, these new cell phones is you know the, the voice memo. So lots of times I get an idea or just that start of a a tune, I'll I'll just record that real quick. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, so you. Uh-huh. And just to kind of keep the essence of it, and then you can get back to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. When you um, when you and Haas uh, are going to be performing, uh, do you tell us a little bit about you know like what you do to prepare for a gig? We've never really asked that, and um, tell tell us a little bit about that. What do you do to prepare for a gig? Sure, like I uh, like I say, I play every morning and at night. Usually in the evening, I'll try to uh, I'll play another hour at night and. And I'll try to play as if I was going to be doing, you know, a set or a couple sets and uh, practice that way and and even with my equipment. And and uh, if we know there's a show coming up, I'll try and, try and get some of the a grouping of songs that I think I might play and keep a little organized for Haas when he comes in and so he can play with me and we can practice sort of like we would and uh, mm-hmm. for the show and although I tend to not pick my songs that I'm going to play for that show till right before and I'll say it I'll spring it on Haas and he'll roll his eyes <laughs> but he's really good he can just he kind of rolls with it and plays mandolin and bass um, mm-hmm. kind of a, I try to give him a little more heads up but even I'm even known to the 
swap what we're going to play during the show, just depending on the <laughs> I package, wondered, so. yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, he's good. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of, cool. it's really been fun playing with him because it's gone from, you know, just me and my guitar, and now we're kind of like this father-son duo. He's really been working on his harmony and uh, adds a lot to the to the live show, so it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. That is great. So I have to tell you right quickly that uh do you know Rob Webster? I know the name, I think on my Facebook, yeah. All right. So Rob Webster Webster just posted and said he's in northern Ontario and that it's a great show with Ryan and it's easy to see why Ian tolerates him. So Anyway, he's 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 listening today. So some of our good friends up in Canada that are listening to the show. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So uh, yeah, we want to do another song. This one is called "Runaway Remuda," and uh, I think we I think we mentioned that one just a little bit ago. But you want to tell us a little bit about how you had written this one? Sure. Well, this. That's the title of this newest album that I released in 2019. And just a, probably a few days before I was going to record, I was trying to think of what, what I'm going to call this album. And I was laying there at night and for days, and I'm going back and forth with different things. And then one night, laying awake, I come up with that Runaway Remuda. And uh, the next day, I like, dang, that should be a song. So uh, <laughs> it just it festered in the... Uh, that I literally sat the whole day and and when I was 16 I worked up in the Rocky Mountains there west of or southwest of Jasper which is uh, sort of west of Edmonton there and I was wrangling horses there for a, a dude outfit pack outfit in, in the mountains and uh, we'd take groups of people back there and horseback and they'd stay for a week's time or whatever and at night we would we had this horse herd of about I don't know 50 to 70 horses if I remember and at nighttime we would there was no fences but we'd chase them north of the camp we'd ride bareback and ride these horses out into a big meadow where they could graze for the night and we had a few with bells on and then in the morning because we slept in a tent we'd hear them bells coming and they'd yeah. get up and make sure we got them with their oats and and but uh, every once in a while they'd always try to sneak past camp and if they got past camp it was they were gone <laughs> uh, one night they did break away, so they were a runaway Ramita. So I right. helped write this song, I guess. All right. So the the uh, title came first, and then the song, but it's a great song. This is Runaway Ramita. We're visiting with Ryan Fritz, who is our special guest today on the Campfire Cafe. <laughs> the cowboy way Saddles pulled and gates get thrown and The cavies on its way And they graze in time with their herd in mind But their eyes are on the gate The lead mare gives a signal Tonight they're gonna break 
but uh, we got some good fans down that way. So, oh, that's cool. Well, that again, that's one of my favorites that you've got, and you've got a great video that goes along with this too. If anybody wants to check out YouTube and uh, look for Ryan singing "Give a Boy a Rope," but um, the next we're we're about to run out of time. I mean, I'm not going to get to all the music that I had selected for today. But this next song won you a Wrangler Award. It's Keeper of the West. How did this one come to be? Oh. I guess uh, this part of Alberta that I've, you know, spent a lot of time in and worked in, and there's a lot of old ranches here that have been, uh, you know, in the same family since the ranching started in this area in the, you know, 1880s. And a lot of the, and that one thing that's that's really cool is when you drive through it, it doesn't look much different other than the buildings might be a little more modern than they did when the ranches started. And uh, and I got to work for some for some good old ranchers and grew up around good old ranchers that uh, that sort of you know passed along to their family and things to me. But uh, why those? why these ranches are still there and uh, traditions and, and they are the keeper keepers of the West. So I guess, uh, and the other aspect of this song, I guess it applies to a lot of different parts of the West. You know, there's artists and, and uh, people that advocate uh, for environment and everything, but uh, uh, it just encompasses a large group of people I, that I respect for, keeping things together yeah yeah well another great song this is keeper of the west we'll be back in a minute he took his son out riding they talked down on a ridge Gazed upon a valley Looked the same as it did When the ranch first started Back in 1893 He said, son, I just hope Someday this is what your children see He said, I'm handing you this bridle Take a good hold of the reins There's gonna be some changing So let the good things remain This country is growing They ain't making no more land So remember how you got it I know you will If you carry on our brand Keeper of the West, keep on shining. Keeper of the West, keep on riding. Like the mountain standing tall, standing tall. Keeper of the West, keep watching and teaching those around you your ways. And to you we tip off. To the best 
That's right. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. And uh, I try to put a little more posts on there before my posts were further apart than the Saskatchewan fence line, but uh, we're getting a little more stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You do a good job with it. You do a good job with it. Well, thanks again for being with us. And right now we're going to listen to windblown buckaroo. We'll be right back. Windblown buckaroo rides at high range, but he tries to hug against the timber line. Ears ringing, wires singing, tail swishing wild. As long as he's horseback, he don't mind. He steps out on a ledge where he can see. Where those strays might hide But his colt is mighty skittish As he feels away And he spooks back towards the mountainside Windblown buckaroo Big old wind's gonna blow right through Well, 
It's time now for Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. And Bobby and I will be right back with our very special guest today on Saddle Up America, Mr. Robert Eversole, the Trailmaster, when we return. It sings to me in the night with a voice sweet and forlorn. It's been pushing at my back since the day that I was born. Saying, come and take a ride with me. We're going someplace your heart's never been. Thank you. 
we'll see. Those are both yeah. April. Those are both like you know a month or so away. So right. Yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah. Well, as we can do. Yeah. Well. As far as as far as I know, there have been no state parks or or national parks or federal parks that have been closed because of this thing. And so yeah, I think folks, it's mostly the the the, the big gatherings of people so yeah you know certainly yeah. at a park or something hopefully we're more than six feet away from each other i usually am i usually yeah. am <laughs> do either yeah. of you know if there's been any impact on uh animals at all on this i don't know if i should even ask that question it just uh, comes to me I, that that, that hasn't, i haven't done anything but i can't none that that I'm too aware. hard yeah, yeah, none that I'm yeah. none that I'm aware of. Although I what did think that would be a mask I, for a mule. They just put a feed bag over his head and call it good. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's kind of a mask. That's kind of a mask, you know. So, so hey, talk to us a little bit about uh, about twelve things that people need to look for as they're looking for a trail mount now. Ah, oh, somebody saw my magazine column about Coco. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, um, I, 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 I have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of wants and stuff when I'm looking for a critter, and, and so when Coco came around, you know, like, well, you got a, you got a kind eye, and you're cute, and you like to eat apples, but, you know, what else can you do? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, some of the big things that, that I look for in any critters that we bring over, whether it's, you know, Ruger or Coco or Ellie, is, you know, I am i don't work them so hard that I I don't really I, – I, I care about confirmation and, and, and things like that, but it's, it's not a, a huge thing. As long as they can do the job, they don't have to be perfect. And I'm, right. more, uh, I'm more a big fan of, you know, what's your disposition like? You know, are you – are you going to fit in, you know, emotionally with with with, with me and the other critters? That's uh, kind of like me. That's kind of like me looking for women. No, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not. I don't like drama. So, you know, when, you know, when when somebody describes as a, a critter as, you know. You know, kind, curious, easygoing. I'm I'm a big fan of that. And then, you know, um, how does she interact with people? You know, does, we're does still talking like... about mules now, aren't we? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, check your teeth. <laughs> uh, so you know, all that, uh, you know, good kind of stuff. You know, the the next questions, of course, are. You know the you know what's her medical history like? You know you don't really want to um, uh, you know inherit uh, a, a an insurance policy for your veterinarian. So you know I want to know that she's she's reasonably healthy, um, and and things like that. So I guess it's the inter- how does she interact with people? What's her disposition like? How does she, oh, how, how is she with her with the rest of her herd? You know, Coco was she was at the kind of the bottom of the pecking order. She was in a a big uh, big herd of, of Icelandics. 
Okay. And uh, she, they, they all told her where to go and when, when to go there. And bringing her in, into this herd, you know, she, she, there wasn't a huge fight. Let's put it like that. <laughs> but it's a good thing. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And, uh, you know, then, of course, you know, once once I got a vet out there, you know, th- then we started looking for all those all those other things. But, you know, first thing for me was, is, is she friendly? You know, could, could, could I, is, is she something that I could work with? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then we brought the vet out, and and that's where they, you know, how how does she carry herself? Does she walk out nice? Um, you know, basic confirmation, all that kind of stuff. So Coco, she's, well, let's face it, she she's far from perfect, but she's perfect for me. Uh, she's got go. uh, a uh, what do they call it? Uh, it's got a trick knee, so uh, she's got a little bit of a stifle, you know. Uh, but you know, since she's not going to be eventing, hey, that's I, I can deal with that, and she's going to get plenty of exercise, which helps with those things. Uh, right. What else did she have going on when I picked her up? Oh, she had some thrush, but that's kind of to be expected on on the on the west side of Washington where it rains so much, and and that's cleared up now. Now, one thing that she does have now, which I did not anticipate, she's allergic to my hay. Really? Oh. She's allergic to food. So um, she is on allergy med- medication at the moment. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 I've never I, – I've heard of it. We've all heard of these oddities. Uh, but never, ever would have thought a, a horse or mule would be allergic to hay. Um, hmm. But she is. And so we deal with that, and I'll have to find a different hay supplier come summer. But I'm not going to get rid of all the hay that I have in my barn right no, now. No, you need to feed that up. Yeah, you need to feed exactly. that up. Exactly. Yeah. So, but she's yeah. on allergy medication, um, and you know it's not not a bad allergy. She she rubs and, and and gets itchy, and she has bare spots on her neck where she rubs her neck. Um, but it's doesn't make for good pictures from magazine columns, I guess. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask but, you is does she is she gated since she's part of Icelandic? Is she gated? I don't know. We haven't gotten that far yet. I mean, okay. I'll, I'll I'll trot her in, in the in the round pin and and she does that just fine, but I've never um haven't been on her enough to to ask her ask her to rack out or anything. We're we're still you know, throwing some loads on, getting on her bareback every every now and again. Um, it'll probably be a next year before I start looking further into that. Uh, for right now, it's can you carry a load without without exploding, and uh, and do you like your job? So we're just going ever so slowly um, towards that. We've had the, the the saddles on her, pack saddles and stuff. Not a load yet. Uh, okay. That'll be coming. And doing a lot of so a whole lot of groundwork and a lot of rope work, you know, swinging the ropes around her, around her legs, all that good kind of stuff. Because you know, you know, when you're packing, there's there's lots of ropes, and we want the rope to be the happy place, not something that she fights. Right. Well, we look forward to updates on Coco as you progress oh, yeah. with her. That's going to be fun. That is yeah. going to be fun. She, she's a sweetheart. <laughs> 
Motley, you had sweetheart. some questions. You had some questions for Robert, didn't you? Oh no, I'm just following no. along. Posting so what's pictures the weather of... like there? Didn't you have some some nasty weather not too long ago? You had some some big old winds come through, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. 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 We had tornadoes last week, and uh, and and very 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 much devastating. And so um, there are some schools that are closed for that. And uh, people are trying to get cleaned up still. And uh, I don't guess even the rebuilding process has started yet. But we've got schools that are closed. Schools that are closed because of tornadoes last week and schools that are closed for the coronavirus this week. Yeah, I'm sure those kids uh, aren't uh, complaining too much. Well, my grandchildren are not. They're not complaining too much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're. But I just got a. I just got a warning just a little bit ago during the show, and uh, we have a tornado watch that's out again today until oh, really? about five o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, we're hopeful that uh, this won't be anything serious, but we're looking for high winds and the possibility of. Some, some tornadoes so thanks for asking yeah, I, about that yeah yeah you know you hear, you see things on the news here and there i mean i would certainly take take my weather over over that we don't have very many tornadoes and stuff out here very 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 rarely although we're do, are supposed to get accumulating snow tomorrow and through the weekend and it's oh 50 my. degrees right now so wow. <laughs> oh, wow. supposed to drop down wow. into the teens and have accumulating snow but you know what I brought it on. It's my fault. Did, I took the st- I took the studded snow tires off the car when I got back from <laughs> Vancouver. Okay. Should have left them on a couple more weeks. Oh gosh. Well, oh, all parts okay. of the country have their issues, but uh, I think I might take the snow over the tornadoes right now. I so. think I would too. I think yeah. I would too. Well, you guys just stay safe over there. We, we we need you a little bit. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. We're going to try to do that. But, uh, hey, I want to listen to a great song right now by Junie Fisher. And it's one called Fly Without Leaving the Ground. When we come back, we're going to talk more with Robert the Trailmeister when we return on Saddle Up America. <laughs> Times they were what got me through But hardship and heartache got to me Made me doubt all that I knew Then I spent my life dragging a shadow Wasted youth chasing a light Finally came back to what I needed most And everything's clear when I Fly 
on your back When I let go and let you be a horse You give me the courage I lack It's a partnership old as the ages Ever changing who teaches who There have been some horsemen who've helped me But the teacher I've learned from is you Trailmeister.com website. And, you are um, <laughs> and I always find articles of interest um, that speak to not necessarily, you don't necessarily have to be horseback to have some of these be of interest. And one that I see was posted uh, gee, at the very end of January, but I'm just seeing it today is Be Your Own Meteorologist The Science Behind Weather Proverbs. And it was very interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. So since we were just talking about weather a bit, it occurred to me that this could be an interesting thing to talk about. Nifty. So how yeah, do we, I, I, I how do like, we, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I, I kind of like this. to know uh, what to <laughs> what to expect when we're out on the trail. Uh, you know, last year, you know, sometimes you don't get a pick when you go, of course, but it's always nice to know, you know, what to bring along in, in, in terms of, of rain gear and the like. But uh, last year, I went into the Eagle Cap Wilderness in that northeastern Oregon. And at, we were there for, I think, four days. And every day, it I well, there was no either, but it, it rained, snowed, and sleeted every single day. It was wretched. Oh. Oh. It was just wretched and, and cold. Uh, but my tent has a stove in it, so it was quite the popular place for morning coffee. Uh, so, 
but you know, I, I kind of like to to know what to take. And you know, for that trip, you know, at home I had the the uh, you know the the interwebs and the the the, the weather weather websites and stuff. But you know, when you're out there, sometimes you don't have that. Um, and it's kind of nice to be able to at least have an idea of what's going on. Uh, and there's a lot of you know those weather proverbs and stuff. They're not they're not all old, old wives tales. A lot of them are, are based on on hard science, which is kind of kind of cool. I think. Yeah. 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 So so yeah so like the whole well you know red sky in morning sailor take warning red sky at night sailors delight um, you know that's all because of the refraction of the light particles. Or, or the the light in the air from the dust particles, um, and I don't know the physics behind it, but it it, it puts out. And that one, that even has has references uh, in the Bible. So yeah. for 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 eons, people have known this. But you know, now we get up in the morning and that that blood red sky, and we think, oh, how pretty. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 100 years ago, somebody saw that and thought, hey, I better bat down the hatches. So, you know, it's it's that kind of stuff. Um, And, you know, so, you know, there's a lot that we can, if we just kind of open our eyes, so to speak, what we can kind of figure out, like the the clouds, heavens. You know, uh, we've got some, well, we talked before the song, before the break, how we've got some some weather coming out here uh, starting, starting tomorrow. And so we're starting to get some some clouds just starting to to come in, and there are those real high wispy ones, you know, right? You know that are real high up there, kind of just just real wispy, uh, thin thin looking clouds. You know, mm-hmm. when you see those, you know something's come coming in because those are um, tiny little ice ice crystals, if you will, and and they come ahead of. Um, of, of 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 storms, so and you can just barely see them starting, you know, here. And I imagine this afternoon we'll we'll get a, a, a lot more coming through, but they're just starting to come through. Um, and you know, one of the 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 the, the proverbs about those are mares' tails make ships carry low sails because when it's nasty, you know, ships. Refin the sails so they don't get, you know, bounced around a whole lot. So it's just stuff like that. I think it's way cool. <laughs> it is. And, you know, I kind of learned some of this when I was a kid, but it's it was mostly forgotten. You know, yeah. we get so used to just looking at our weather app or listening to the news or um, I guess I can just say that's for me. Maybe the rest mm-hmm. of the world is still really cued in, but. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> no. No. I'm all so about the app on my really phone and asking. Yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes Siri's not around to for me to ask her what the weather is going to be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. that one. What about the cumulus um what about the cumulus cloud? So cumulus clouds. So so cumulus let, let, let me see if I got my, my my Latin straight because you know, you know I don't use it every day. Cumulus is uh, well; those, those are the, the the big fluffy clouds, and so cumulus, I believe, is a derivative 
from cumulo, which is like pile or heap or something like that. Yeah. So those are, I think you know, heap is the, what you said, yeah. Heap. Oh, there you go. So I remembered. So, you know, those are those those clouds that we love to see in, in the summer for you lay back in the grass and and imagine what what we're seeing, you know, the 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 pictures in the clouds, if you will. Uh, so I I I I dearly like those 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 puffy, you know, cotton balls in the sky. Um, you know, they're you know, they're they're kind of nice, but they can also you know, um, so like cumulo, it, it, if they get higher up, they can turn into cumulonimbus clouds, which are kind of like those nice fluffy ones, gone gone rogue, if you will. Wow. <laughs> and that's what will bring um, thunderstorms. Um, so there's, you know, in, in, in the column, we, we went through, you know, a number of, of the different types but you can have these subtypes. So, like I said, you know, if you have the cumulo, you know, the cumulus clouds, and and those are starting to mix with, um, you know, the the nimbus types. You know, when they get dark and, and start getting high, um, you know, and then then we then we've got a, a good summer thunderstorm on the way. So it it, it it's kind of nifty. You, you can tell I kind of geek out over this stuff. Uh, <laughs> But but there, there's all sorts of great things, you know, in the clouds. I mean, heavens, um, I think there's uh, – it's not in this piece, but there's hard science behind crickets chirping, you know, to tell the temperature. Oh, even. oh. Yeah. that's have, interesting. Yeah, and, and I forget, you know, you – Add the number of chirps and X amount of time, divide it by two, and, you know, throw something in there. But, oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Think of the research that we've done of, on that. Yeah. There's so many, you know, na- you know natural indi- uh, indices for, for, for upcoming weather. Because, you know, it's, it's not so much as – you know the, the the weather rock. If it's wet, it's raining. You know if if it's moving, it's yeah. windy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, oh, gosh. so yeah, there's there's all that stuff. Well, go ahead. Jen. Well, it's all good to know when you're out and you have no cell service and and uh, uh, no weather app to look at. Big. Exactly. And, and you, yeah. So you need to know what those things are. Of course, you need to you need to check ahead of time so that you'll kind of have an idea. But when you're out on the trail, some of that can come up pretty quickly. It can, which is why we always carry that rain slicker. I think that's the only way to ensure that it's going to rain is not carry one. Not to take it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like taking the studded tires off of your truck early. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah, my wife. She gave me grief, you know, especially when I told her what I what I heard on the radio about the weather coming in. I told you you should have <laughs> left those studded tires on. <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, so tell us where you're going with your next expos. I know that you're right in the middle of this, and and a lot of things are coming up for you. Right. The next uh, we've got some some private clinics coming up here here at about. So we've got them, uh, some search and rescue stuff, some, some local local clubs, 
the next big event is going to be the Midwest show here in just under a month, I guess, in Madison. And, uh, you know, get over a month to get past this virus stuff, so hopefully it's all right. They've been sending emails out about, you know, they're, they're watching the situation and stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of glad that uh, these, these next two weekends got, got canceled just to kind of let things settle down a little bit. But um, I'm going to be, in, in, instead of ta- taking a break, I'm going to be doing fencing around here, though. I don't know what's worse. <laughs> so. <laughs> At least the fencing is healthy. So that's a good exactly thing. out of doors, fresh air. I I know I won't have anybody within six feet of me for for that particular <laughs> job. Yeah, at the uh, uh, at the Vancouver geez. event, instead of shaking hands, we were we were bumping elbows. That was the mm-hmm. uh, that was the the, the greeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because I went to uh, I went to see uh, one of my doctors this past Monday, and uh, so when he came in to the examining room, we bumped elbows. Oh, there you go. But, but when we got ready to leave, the first thing he did was stick his hand out. So I thought, well, you've well, probably we're, we're kind of used to that. <laughs> yeah, you probably used Braille or something. But oh. Uh, he, Here's a story for you. So the weekend before last, I was at the uh, uh, Rocky Mountain Horse Expo in Denver. Okay. Before you know, all this stuff kind of kind of got crazy. And right. on the way back, I have traveled for decades like a like like, like an old lady with my little um, packet of of Clorox wipes. You know the little the little travel uh-huh. packages. You've seen them. Yeah, I, 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 well, you don't know what somebody has spilt on your little tray or the or the little armrest or whatever, or, you know. So I just wipe it all down. I've just I've done it for years and years. Right. So on the way back, I'm wiping it down, and the person next to me, may I have one? Well, of course. And the other person on the other side of me, so I had, I had the the, the middle seat. And right. Of course. Here you go. And then across the aisle. And then the people in front and in back, and now I have no more, and you can't get them. <laughs> I'm completely out of Clorox wipes. <laughs> so, oh gosh. Yeah, I went to get uh, road snacks for for the Vancouver trip, and I thought, oh, I'll just grab some more Clorox wipes to you know wipe down the stuff in the hotel room a little bit, and and it was the, the shelves were bare. It was kind of scary. <laughs> oh wow! Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I was checking uh, Facebook out, and mm-hmm. uh, no, not the Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so a friend of mine, he's been on the show before. Brett Kissel is an award-winning singer from Canada, but Brett has mm-hmm. moved to Nashville. But he did a show in Edmonton last night. And the the purpose for the show was to raise money for Nashville because people are okay. so great all across the country. They're raising money to to help uh, uh, with the cleanup and and the things that have happened in Nashville. And and I guess everybody is aware of it now. But they had they raised fifty seven thousand dollars. But okay. the thing the thing that I w- I found so interesting was. 
he auctioned off a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> and that that roll of toilet paper brought sixteen hundred dollars. Oh my! <laughs> oh my God! So they got a second roll of toilet paper, and it brought sixteen hundred dollars as well. So you keep seeing oh, all these things where we're running out of toilet paper because people are stocking up. Why? Why are? Well, why are we stocking up? I guess I don't. Did I did I miss something about why? I understand about the the sanitizers and hand wipes and things, but. Why the scarcity of toilet paper? I don't. I think it's because people the, are silly. Well, they are silly, is, and uh, yeah, I mean, I was just at the store yesterday or the day before, I guess it was. There was plenty of toilet paper in my yeah. neck of the woods, but there yeah. are some areas. There are some, some areas, areas that that yeah, are there running. There wasn't out. any in our store. Yeah, there wasn't any yeah. in our store yesterday. But I really, I, I, I really couldn't. I guess I need to go like Google toilet paper to understand what is it about toilet paper that is making it you such gotta a scarce go, commodity. You gotta go. Well, that's the thing. I, I mean, there are certain things yeah, you have okay. to have, and but, toilet yeah, paper is one of them. Okay. You know, it's hard to reuse <laughs> that stuff. Yeah, 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 it was, it was, it was crazy. But for for me, it was those. Those little individual packs of of the Clorox yeah. wipes, like gee yeah. golly, yeah. Yeah. right, right. Well, right. the only well. thing that I can say to folks is follow follow the directions. You know, uh, don't shake hands. Do elbow wash bumps. Wash your hands. Wash your hands and uh, and stay at least three feet away from people. And uh, if you have a medical condition, stay out of crowds, and you should be okay. But yeah. uh, Robert, give us your website. How can people find the world's largest and most complete trail website in the world? Trailmeister.com. www.trail. You're making me making me spell m e i s t e r. dot com. Yeah, uh, we've got over 3,700 uh, horse trails and camps listed. Uh, added a whole bunch. Um, Tuesday after I got back, a whole bunch oh, of new trails. Yeah, and you, people can uh, if you go to the to the Facebook, um, you can see I when I add new stuff, I always put it on the Trailmeister Facebook page there. Not so much on on on, on the Robert page, but sometimes. Okay. Um, the Robert page is more about my deep thoughts, I think. You know, <laughs> you know showing pictures of my new saddle saw stuff like that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, and it's all the stuff that, uh, you know, I want to know before I load the trailer. So, you know, the big one for me is, of course, the the, the, the parking area. So not only directions to it, but satellite pictures of it, because I can't back my trailer to save my life. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what's there? Are there restrooms? Is there water? Is there camping? All that good stuff. Trail maps to download. That's the website. <laughs> All the information you need to go travel across the country and, and enjoy your ride. And, I like uh, to think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, Robert, we look forward to having you back next week. And uh, uh, wash your hands. I will try. You too. Good chatting. Right. And everybody have happy trails. All right. Talk to you next month. Uh-huh. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Right now, let's listen to a song from Mr. Gary McMahon. It's one called Colorado Blue. We'll be right back with Miss Bobby Bell on Saddle Up America. 
I'm glad to be anywhere With a place I like the best On the chilly side of paradise In the great and grand old west And I'm a lucky boy That's where I'm from And that's where you can find me When it's all said and done Yes, and I've seen the green of Tennessee, the colored lights of a New York night. Stood in a red sunset on the beach in Texas in the moonlight. But nothing sets my spirit free, and no other color can do. Like the winds of Oklahoma. And Colorado See the old Rockies rising Straight up through the cool blue air Sip that cold wild water running down To make you feel like a grizzly bear And at sundown I sit and watch him gleam Close to glory, not even in a dream. One night by the campfire light, we cooked up some rainbow trout. But she left me down around Pagosa Springs with a hook still in my mouth. I remember the mountains. And girl there with the sun in her hair And Colorado blue in her eyes Isn't when I'm away from my native state And the dreams ain't coming true When lost and lonesome is my fate And it looks like I'm bound to lose it's a homesickness, it's sorry face, thrashing in his own shoes. Well, you can call that skinny cowpoke at the end of the bar. Colorado Blue. Just call that skinny cowpoke at the end of the bar. Colorado Blue. Our friend, Mr. Gary McMahon with Colorado Blue. And Bobby, this has been a fun show today. Yes, it has. <laughs> I'm always multitasking. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably on Facebook, aren't you? Well, I'm posting, uh, you know. I'm I'm posting as I go. (laughs) I know. Well, we had a good show with Ryan Fritz. Always good to talk with him and uh, and share his great music, and uh, particularly that new song that he's done about Ian Tyson. Mm -hmm. 
And then uh, always, always, always fun to talk with Robert Eversoul, the Trailmeister. And uh, for me personally, it's fun to see what you're going to come up with when we talk with him. So that. <laughs> <laughs> I learn a lot about things uh, as I go through, for sure. And then, you know, we don't we have such limited time. It's like, well, we'll just talk about this and that. And that's about all yeah. we have time for. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just mentioned a little bit ago about Brett Kissel and the fundraiser they did in Edmonton, Canada, uh, to help with the relief efforts in Nashville, Tennessee. And you are doing something to help as well, aren't you? We are. And in fact, this has been part of our heart, you know, when we we're part of the community back in California, Santa Clarita Valley um, area. We were often involved in fundraisers as a community brick and mortar. And it's one piece that sort of is missing from being online. Um, and so we, our hearts, um, all of these situations, the um, Kathy Moss being on last week and the needs of the uh, Pacific, um, the Pacific Northwest Livestock flood relief auction that they're organizing and we're donating some items for that and then our heart with so many of our friends and musicians um, just as there are folks in the in the northwest in Oregon that we know and love the same is true for the Nashville area and so um, Jim and I decided that we would actually create a collection on our website out west shop um, that we're calling the hero collection because you all that make a purchase um, for this collection, 20% of it will go this month through the end of this month and maybe into April, um, 20% will be donated to the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee uh, now through March 30th. And what we're going to do is every month we will we will find a need. And um, it may be that this will, will continue into April. We'll kind of see. We're getting a little bit of a late start. Um, and what I've put into that collection, some of the items are already um, reduced, and so you really it's a, a win-win all the way around. Um, and then some things are full-priced items, and these are all things that we have on hand. So as soon as you purchase it, it gets into a box, and it is shipped that day. So, um, oh, that's great. And we and we thank you for supporting being our partner to, to support these, these needs. Um, and it's just our way of, of, of giving back to the community. Uh, that is great. And so on behalf of the folks here in middle Tennessee, I want to thank you for what you're doing and, and also for the folks that are out in the Northwest. I know that's going to help them as well. So appreciate you being part of the worldwide community that we have developed with uh, Equestrian Legacy Radio and our programming. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, we've had a good show. Uh, We've got some more storms coming in to Middle Tennessee this afternoon, so hopefully we won't have any tornadoes. uh, But uh, people stay alert and stay weather aware back here, and uh, at least we don't have the snow that Robert's expecting out in Washington State, but uh, always a need for help somewhere in the country, and uh, and it's great that you're able to help and do things like you do. Give us the Out West Shop website. 
Um, sure. It's just um, outwestshop.com. And then these items are specifically in a collection called the Hero Collection. You could just type hero into the search box, and a lot of them will come up. A few other things will come up, too, because if a, a book or something has a description of a hero, the word hero, you know, in the text, it'll come up. But I've tagged all of the items with heroes. You could be shopping ladies' apparel, and you could just filter the word hero. There's a box to do that. And then everything in the ladies' apparel area that's part of the collection will come up. So there's various ways that you can find it, but it is all organized in the hero collection. Oh, that's great. That is great. And for all of our uh, musician friends and entertainers that listen to the show, a great place to get your costumes, your performance wear at the out West shop. And, uh, and there's always something that you're going to find that you're going to love to wear while you're doing your shows. So visit the out West shop. And uh, and look sharp. That's a good thing. That is a it good, is a good thing. thing. <laughs> well, let's see. On the Campfire Cafe, who do we have coming next week? Well, we continue tipping our hats to our Canadian friends. And next week is Bernadette Ducharme. All right. So we're looking forward to talking with Bernadette and sharing her great music. And uh, quite frankly, I cannot remember who's on Saddle Up America. So you'll just have to tune in. But the Campfire Cafe <laughs> starts at noon Central Standard Time, followed by Saddle Up America immediately after. And we want to remind you that you can listen to all of our shows from the past. I think they're probably getting close to 600 now that you can listen to the archive podcasts. And you can find all of those at equestrianlegacy.net. And we want to invite you to join us for Rendezvous 2020. That's going to be taking place here in Tennessee in June. That's June the 18th through the 20th. And uh, that is to help raise money for the Mustang Heritage Foundation's Veterans and Mustang Program. So veterans that have uh, PTSD and first responders can all participate in that. But we're looking forward to having a great crowd uh, to come join us for trail riding, music, shopping, Equus Film Festival will be there, demonstrations with the Mustangs, and we will be auctioning on Saturday uh, Mustangs. They're select Mustangs and Burroughs, and they tell me these Burroughs are hot. People love to have the Burroughs. So that's all taking place at uh, the Circle E Guest Ranch in Winchester, Tennessee, and again, you can visit equestrianlegacy.net. Just click on Rendezvous 2020, and you can find out all the information and see who's performing and and, uh, all the activities that are taking place. Bobby, any closing thoughts today? Oh, my gosh. Um, Wash your hands. (laughs) (laughs) That, That is a great one. That is a great one. Well, we, 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 <laughs> oh gosh, you should do that anyway. But uh, and recycle recycle your toilet paper, I guess you know. But uh, anyway, all right, we'll be back next week, uh, starting at noon Central time with the Campfire Cafe in Saddle of America. And uh, until next week, we'll see you then. Thanks for listening. And we're going to close the show with a great song from Mr. John Chandler. It's one called Black Horse. Ride a black horse, baby, all across these western plains. I ride a black horse.
a black horse, baby, all across these wild, wild plains. I ride over to the mountains and I turn right home again. I see that silver saddle, baby, with syrup of solid gold. I got a bright silver saddle with stirrups of solid gold. I got a diamond hat band and 24 karat soul. I sing my homes out on the range and the chorus of sweet baby Jane. I sing I want to go home, but my home is all gone and I'll never see that place again. And I said, see them tumbling down. I'm the toast of the city and the pride of this cow town. All right, boys. Thanks a lot. Johnny Neal over here on fiddle. 